Hey guys, Jim Cox, Devon Financial Partners, Park Avenue Securities. And I'm here from Maui, Hawaii with Melissa Jaffe. I'm at the uh, Ramdas Retreat for spring of 2018. And Melissa's a IP and business attorney, and she works with a lot of entrepreneurs, and especially around the idea of mindfulness, inspiration, and creativity. And so wanted to get together and kind of just talk a little bit about uh, kind of what she does and what it would mean in terms of, you know, business and how people can improve what they do in terms of their work. So thanks for uh, taking some time to talk. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, we're kind of in beautiful Maui with the background noise here and um, super honored to be here. Awesome. I appreciate it. Um, so tell us a little bit about like what you do. You mentioned you, you started an organization called Blissness School? Yeah, Blissness School. So I was working as um, a business and IT lawyer for some um, big companies and just even mid-sized companies, um, which I love, but my heart is really with the creatives, entrepreneurs, the people who are um, more creative um, and get that like inspiration from somewhere we're not sure where it comes from um, and I found that those people number one they couldn't really hear me when I would talk with them as an attorney um, a lot of the language that I would use was kind of going over their head um, and it was really expensive so I started to just give my work away for free and do pro bono work and I also found that they wouldn't listen to me <laughs> because free advice, you know, you get what you pay for. Yeah, it's not valued. It's not valued. Yeah. So I, um, I took a lot of time and I've arrived on Blissness School, which is basically a downloadable self-study course that you can get yourself on the same page. Well, I'm teaching business law, but we have people teaching about financial planning. Hopefully Jim can come and um, contribute, potentially. Um, um, how to run a capital campaign for those who want to um, run a 501c3. Um, how to wrap your head around real estate investment. Mm -hmm. You know, for creatives, that's particularly kind of challenging, especially when you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. So this is just a place to get a good foundational knowledge. Even if you're thinking about going to talk to an attorney, I think it's worth the $300, $395 for the six weeks so that when you do go to talk to the attorney, you get so much more out of it um, rather than spending a lot of money and feeling like you're, it's over your head. Yeah, I mean, the really the challenge is that, you know, schools today don't really educate people in terms of entrepreneurship or how to start a business or even think in an entrepreneurial way. So, I mean, a lot of times you don't even know what questions to ask when you have an idea and you want to start a business or do something creativity and actually creatively and actually get paid for it. So it's true, and um, and the thing with Listen School is it it really pulls a lot on my deep knowledge and history of. Um, other traditions like Buddhist traditions and tantric traditions. Um, I'm a yoga teacher and obviously I'm here with you at the Ram Dass retreat um, and what I've noticed in my life as I was in law school and also teaching yoga is that the laws, right, the black letter law and the universal laws that kind of govern everything in the world and the way that the world works, they're the same because the black letter law is just a story of humans. It's just a story of how human beings act, and they have to go to a third party, often a judge or an arbitrator, 
to decide who's right and oftentimes nobody's right it's just a reflection of how we entangle ourselves um, so I like to tie in a lot of these kind of more universal concepts um, into business law to widen the scope otherwise people put a lot of pressure on themselves mm -hmm. and they get really stuck I say they get stuck above the brainstem so you get hemispheric do I do X or do I do Y is it right or is it wrong is and it a lot left? of times then right? you get stuck and you don't do anything and exactly. then it gets even worse and messier and you avoid problems it only creates more problems right so I say that we take our knowledge below the brainstem so yeah. we get to use our intuition a little bit more and it's a little bit more playful a little bit more creative of course we need to follow the rules and that's always going to be very important but um, we need to enjoy our lives mm -hmm. because that's what we're here for and the more we enjoy our lives the better we can be in our business and the better we are in our business the more we can improve our greater society mm. so what would you what would be like uh, two pieces of advice that you would give for somebody starting out a creative business say an artist or a media person or you know a youtuber or you know somebody who just wanted to do something in like the new media like what what would be two pieces of advice that you would give to them if they're just starting out well uh, the first piece of advice that I would give is to decide is this a hobby or is this a business right yeah. and this is like my lawyer hat coming on if you are going to be hobbyist then just enjoy yourself yeah, yeah. And, don't stress um, out about it no big deal yeah. and basically the IRS makes this distinction did you make any income for um, two years if you don't make any income in two years you're classified as a hobbyist Mm. Right. The, the point of getting into business is to make money. Yeah. So be very clear about that. If you want to make money, if you want to pursue that, I highly recommend considering um, starting an LLC. It's usually a very low-level entry way to get into business that allows you to limit your liabilities. So if somebody were to pursue you for a claim, you're limiting your business assets and it's separate from your personal assets, which allows you to take greater risks, which you're gonna have to do in business. I guess the second piece of advice is um, to seek out some um, support because there are like the rules of business that you can go and study um, and that anyone can tell you. And then there are the unwritten rules of business. Uh, one of my mentors is this guy by the name of David Byrne. He is the former lead singer of The Talking Get Head. Get out of here, really? I was just going to say the David Byrne. The David Byrne. I used to live in Columbia where he grew up. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, he, he's amazing, and I've been talking to him about listeners for a long, long time. And what he reflected back to me is this is so important for artists because, look, not everybody is going to know everything. And like he even said, look, I, I don't. You know, yeah. I certainly don't. But what you need to know is what lies ahead. So if you can find some mentors or some help or some support, you can learn the unwritten rules of business. Um, and that's really what Blissness is designed to do. It's designed to be an affordable, accessible space where you can learn from the mistakes of others and um, really come together to rise mm -hmm. without feeling like you have to spend an arm and a leg to do it. Yeah, that's great advice. I mean, I think a lot of people, when they start a business, they feel like they have to do everything themselves and you know you try to do things on the cheap and well I don't need a CFO I'll just figure out the books Accounting. on my own even though I don't know anything about how to manage money and um, or you know uh, I don't need to deal with the technology issue and you know all of a sudden you have all sorts of technology issues 
people just try to uh, kind of go on the cheap and the really the trick is when you build a, uh, a board of advisors I think if you find a mentor a couple of mentors you find people that you could surround yourself with that are um, able to address different issues like like you said, you avoid all the problems that they have already gone through. That's the idea. I mean, if you look at the, the law, right, for example, it's just an amalgam of human stories. And so, in a way, it's a beautiful way to reach back through history to our ancestors. We, they're not alive anymore, so we can't access them. But then we have these books and we have these written stories. And at the same time, we are shaping future societies right now. And it's this beautiful continuum of how we are all connected. Um, and and I, that's a part of the, the law that I love. Um, a lot of people don't see it that way. A lot of people just try and make it very black and white. And it can become overwhelming and burdensome, almost like there's power over. Mm -hmm. And I'm really taking a stand to let people know, no, the laws are there to support you. Mm. It's there for you. It should be accessible to you and is there to empower you mm. because we need you. We need your story to help us create the world we want to live in for future generations. Well, that's an awesome message and I don't think it's one that I think people really think about a lot that the uh, that the law is their friend I mean a lot of yeah. times it's adversarial and you never feel like it's it's on your side it's always on somebody else's side so that's good advice um, what we're here at the uh, Ramdas retreat um, what would you what's a lesson that you you've come to these retreats a number of times like What's a lesson that you take from going to a spiritual retreat that helps you in terms of business, in your business life? Yeah, I don't think that they're different. As I said, I mean, we're just humans, right? And so as humans, like, we're just projecting because there's too much information for us. There's too much, like, in, in, in when we're here at this retreat, they use the word karma, right? Mm -hmm. So there's too much for us to be able to perceive in our limited space. So we get into relationships with other people, and then we project onto them so that we can then work out our karmas. Mm -hmm. Some people say, crap, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we work out our shit, right, one way or another. Um, and so that's the same thing in business, right? It's just you're surrounded by a whole bunch of different relationships and they're going to bring out different aspects of you. Some will be closer to you, like your partnership relationship, if you're in with someone that you trust very deeply. Others are going to be a little bit more arm's distance, um, like a client, you know, or maybe a vendor. Um, but all of those relationships are an opportunity for you to learn about yourself and are uh, like a doorway for you to go deeper into what are you doing, like what is your purpose, mm -hmm. and how are you consciously engaging with your life mm. to live the life that you want to. Um, and I think a lot of people bypass that. They find that like um, there are some myths like, oh, it's not business, it's just, you know, it's not personal, it's just business. Mm. And like that's an excuse for you to just be a jerk to someone. Yeah. Um, and that's not, you're not learning, you're not growing in that situation. You're just being a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I like, that what Ram Dass says, you know, every opportunity is like a knock at the door, yeah. right? And it's an opportunity for you to go deeper if you want to. You don't open the door if you don't want to. Yeah. But if you want to, then you get an opportunity to look at your experience with an, a lens of wisdom, uh, compassion, 
sometimes compassion for yourself, mm -hmm. sometimes you have compassion for someone else. Mm -hmm. You get to that place of love, which really there's nothing else that's happening here. It's all love. And mm -hmm. when you can distract yourself and pretend that it's about money or about numbers or about something else, that's great. But really what we're doing here is we're here just practicing how to love. Yeah. Um, and then um, peace. And sometimes that's just like coming to that point of rea realizing that you are not in control, right? So the surrender of realizing that there is a force out there uh, that is part of you in business, like you really, really wanted something and maybe you didn't get it and you're just letting that go, yeah. you know? There is peace there in knowing, like you don't know the unmanifest yet, you don't know what's around the corner, so, you know, keep doing what you're doing, keep focused on what you're doing and just let life reveal itself to you. And then finally, um, Ram Dass emphasizes this. Uh, Robert Thurman emphasized this last night. I emphasized this last one, which is joy. Like, joy is your birthright. And if you're not in a state of joy in your life, yeah. change it. Yeah, I mean, so many people just get dragged down into working for a paycheck and really kind of not addressing, you know, their purpose in life or their legacy or what they want to create or leave and at the end of the day you gotta ask yourself you know why are you here like what's your purpose and you know if you're not looking deeper you're really doing yourself a disservice because like you said you're just not gonna have that joy and if you don't have the joy it's like you're the only person you're cheating is yourself from the rest of us too but <laughs> but uh, yeah I mean you're just shortchanging your your own uh, your own incarnation. Yeah, I mean, like, the fact of the matter is we're all connected, right? Yeah. And one of my teachers used to say, like, if the fish in the ocean don't swim around, like, even though they're moving and the, the ripples of the water affect the other fish, they're not swimming around thinking, we're in water, we're in water, mm -hmm. you know? And, like, we are affecting each other mm -hmm. by our vibrations. But yeah. we are not conscious, necessarily, yeah. uh, all of us, of you know, I am affecting others, <laughs> you know, I'm affecting others, like I have a six-year-old and I have to remind her, when you smile, when you dance, when you're playful, people can, like, yeah, get, get that, that. Yeah. like when she laughs, people laugh, because yeah. it's just so darn cute, yeah. and it's the same with every single person listening to this, right, your joy helps yourself, but it helps others too. That's true. So we, uh, again, we created Blissness School as a place to surround yourself with like-minded individuals to remind you how to do this, because they, like, you don't learn this. Like, yeah. where, where do you learn this kind of stuff? That's right. That's right. So um, this has been amazing. What would you, how would, uh, if somebody wanted to reach out to you about Blissness School or how to contact you, how would somebody uh, reach out to you? Um, there are two ways. If you're on Facebook, you can look for Blissness School LLC. Just type that into the search bar and you should see these like two intersecting hearts. Then you know you're at the right place. Um, like us there and we can get in touch with you there. Or you can go to the website. It's just blissnessschool.com. So that's B-L-I-S-S-N-E-S-S-S-C-H-O-O-L. So there's three S's at one point. Um, dot com. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to talk. Um, I know I got a lot out of it, and I'm sure everybody else will as well. And, you know, we'll have to do more uh, more in the future. We'll see if we can do some work together. I would love that. Awesome. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm -hmm.